what? No. <laughs> next book. Next book. <laughs> I solemnly swear that I am up to no good. Bum 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 bum. Welcome to another episode. I'm Alex. I'm Molly. And this is Potter, Potter Watch. Watch. Ooh, that felt so good. I've forgotten how this podcast works. Oh goodness, golly me. I'm so happy to be back. I was taking my notes and I was like, wow, let me just... I know, I pulled out my post-it notes. Wow. Oh, do you have a new journal? I have a new book. I ran out of pages in the last one. Um, so today we are back in business with the books. Ooh, is that your chapter title? Back in business with the books. Um, yeah, my rename of this podcast. <laughs> um, we are in fact on Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, Ooh, chapter one. Numero uno. The Riddle House, or as I called it, <laughs> or as Alex called it, um. Frank and his walking stick against the world. I also had a Frank themed <laughs> title. What's yours? Um, hashtag justice for Frank. <laughs> okay, I swear that was almost my <laughs> title. I swear to God, that exact thing. Yeah, I mean, it just makes sense. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's hilarious. Hashtag muggle lives matter. <laughs> Not that either of these causes or the hashtags are a joke, but in You're but right. for real, like yes. in real. I'm just trying to be culturally relevant. Oh, you so are. <laughs> All right. So as always, as in the last book, we have our haikus, mm-hmm. um, which I you know struggle with counting, but I think I did it. All right. Do you want me to go first? Yeah, you go okay. first. It's not very good, so. Um, A murder is framed. Voldemort hatches a plan. Frank's a Gryffindor. Very good. Very good. Mine is similar. Okay. So, riddles on riddle. Oh, no, sorry. I'm going to start over. I messed up again. Take it back. It just says, riddles on riddles. In death, Frank's a Gryffindor. The snake needs milking. Ew. <laughs> yes. Um, I thought that was a very important part of the chapter. I have multiple notes about it. I don't know why we needed to know that Nagini needed to be milked twice, but <laughs> it stuck out to me for obvious reasons. That makes me... I did not think about it that much, but is Voldemort drinking Nagini's milk? Do... Do snake? How do snakes? I didn't know pre- snakes were milked. I thought he was milking his venom. I've his got teeth. nipples, Greg. Can you milk me? <laughs> that is a deep cut reference to yes, you guessed it at home. Meet the parents. I did not get that reference, and you looked me dead in the eye and said that without changing vocally <laughs> at all. And I was like, wow. and I called you Greg. Yeah. Oh, oh that's your dad. I'm sure, like, a good 75% of people listening understood the Meet the Parents reference. Um, (laughs) 
Wow, that was it's just very great. funny because he's <laughs> he's talking about their pet cat on a fake farm because he's trying to impress the parents and he's like, oh yeah, we had a farm. Um, I would you know milk the cat and he goes, really? I didn't know you can milk cats. <laughs> and he goes, well, I mean it has nipples <laughs> and he goes. I've got nipples, Greg. Can you milk me? <laughs> and this is Robert De Niro to um, Ben Stiller's character. Oh, wow. Very funny. Wow. If you haven't seen it, you I've can seen watch it. it. It's just been a very long time, and I do not remember that scene. Shortly later, he um, breaks the ashes of his mother. That's yes, why. I remember that scene. Yes. You know, I think it might be a movie that I've never seen all the way through, but it's been on like Freeform, and I yeah. have seen bits and pieces. Um, so, brief interlude, and back in business. Back, back, um, back to the future. Uh, so are we ready to start on our yes. notes? Yes, do you want to start? Yes. So I just said, this was an interesting way to get back into this book, with the townspeople's point of view, and like, I just really loved that. Um, the way she does it, if you're, if you have, if it's been a while since you've read the fourth book is like, she just keeps on revealing these rumors about the townspeople, but the townspeople are muggles and they don't know what's happening. And then it switches from their point of view to Frank's point of view. Yeah. And a lot so of POV changeups. And it's great because we, as the reader, obviously know it's magic and or it's Voldemort or like all yeah. of these other things, but like they're really in the dark and so it's sort of nice for once because we're usually with Harry in a mystery and we're figuring it out with Harry. It's nice that like they're trying to solve this mystery and we are in the know, you know? Yeah, I really like it because I think I have this note later, but how it it's like kind of um keeps the idea that this is really based in realism and the mm -hmm. fact that, you know, as readers, reluctantly, we are muggles. And so it's like, yeah, that is how a muggle would react yeah. to, like, seeing magic or hearing these things. And it just makes it seem more realistic. I mean, speak for yourself. I'm not a muggle, but I can <laughs> see how that might be how a muggle would react to the situation. Okay. Um, <laughs> and anyway, I... I also like how we don't get the rest of this story until book six, and she sets it mm -hmm. up now. Mm -hmm. I think that's really cool, and I, I feel like she probably just, like, put a pen in this and was like, I'm going to come back to this. Mm -hmm. I don't think she had the whole thing ready. Flushed out. But um, obviously, I think she knew that Tom Riddle kills his I feel like she had a family. lot of it flushed out. Yeah. I don't think she had the whole morphine and all that stuff. Yeah, but, but she, like, I feel like she knew... Like, this seems like she has, like, at least the arc. Like, she's got yeah. the bullet points down on a piece of paper somewhere. I think he even says, you know, in the graveyard chapter, skipping quite a few chapters, um, but he says, like, she I killed, killed my father. Yeah. So, um, well, I mean, we know he definitely, yeah, he definitely kills his yeah. dad. Because so, like, all that. We know this teenager. Um, that was my, one of my next questions. Did you know it was Tom that did the killing? No. Of the riddles. I when well you were, when you were first reading. Ha. Huh. Um. I know that I I remember noting like the teenage boy, so I think I must have assumed it. Um. But I don't think I thought about it that much actually. 
Yeah, I just am trying to think, like, I was trying to be in the point of view as a muggle, just kidding. I was trying to be in the point of view of myself first reading it, because I was so young that I just cannot remember. Yeah. But, um... And I'm trying to remember how much I was rereading the series while the books were still coming out. Like, I wasn't rereading all the books as much as I did post full series coming right. out. Does that make sense? Yes, I know exactly so what So I might have reread this book before the sixth or seventh book, mm-hmm. but I don't actually remember if I did. Yeah. Um, which I was thinking about that too, mm-hmm. but that's for chapter three. I, was, I have some like memories about that chapter. Yeah. The tongue, tongue, taffy. Yeah, um. I just... Um... <laughs> did I go blind? <laughs> I just uh, really was trying to think, like, did I think that, oh, maybe Voldemort is like this because someone else murdered his family? Oh, that's like, interesting. You know, like, what, mm-hmm. instead of, like, it actually being him? I don't know what I was thinking, but these were some thoughts I was having whilst reading. Yeah, I don't, I, yeah, I cannot remember what I was thinking at the time. Obviously, you get more at the end of the the book, too, Mm -hmm. about it being his parents' house and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. I think the first time I read this, I was just so, like, perplexed about what was happening. I'm like, who's Tom? Like, who's um, Frank Bryce? Like, are we supposed to know who this is? It's very confusing. Um, But I do think it kind of draws you in really quick. And the next chapter is, like, the recap chapter, which is in every book. Um, so it's kind of nice not to start out with that recap chapter because it's kind of boring if you have mm-hmm. read the whole series. So um, I like that it kind of does this. I'm like doing all of my notes early. Yeah. Um, sorry. I'm laughing because my next note is about snake milking. <laughs> so I'm looking up on the Google. Can you milk a snake? Harry. And then the first Harry thing Potter. is Harry Potter. <laughs> But when I searched just can you milk, the first thing that came up was a cat. So. Ah. <laughs> Have you gotten any results yet? Excuse me, chewing ice. Yeah. Milking a venomous snake. So you're milking... The venom. The venom. Because, like, it, does it build up or something if you don't use it? Yeah. Look at this image Eww. they gave us. Eww. Well, do you think that Voldemort's immune to it and is drinking the venom? I just do not know. Okay. Snakes are milked by expressing the teeth again by... The teats or the teeth? Did I say teeth? (laughs) No, I was just making a joke. The teeth against the... A rubberish or flat surface, then massaging the venom glands in order to collect the snake's venom. In the real world, this would be used to produce anti-venom. In the oh. wizarding world, Voldemort uses Nagini's venom to create a rudimentary body potion. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what's keeping him in his, like, semi-body yeah. form is her venom. Yeah. So I think that is what Warm Terrell is... Yeah, because of the... Giving him the bottle of... But also, um, it's like he's drinking himself because of the Horcrux, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, obviously, he uses her venom again in the end with the cauldron. Yeah, yeah, But I think it's also, right now, 
Yeah, he's used. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think they even explain that at some point where he says like, I, I guess it's at the end when he's explaining everything. Well, um, Nagini needs to be milked, Wormtail. I'm really dropping yeah. the ball on the Nagini milking, okay? Voldemort is not pleased. Um, also with just, like, the townspeople, that whole... I don't have too many notes on it. It's just kind of a kind of a cutesy thing with, like, all the townspeople in the mm-hmm. center of town, whatever. Yeah. But um, I think this is, like, the impetus and, like, what started her Casual Vacancy book. I think this inspired her to write Casual Vacancy because it feels very yeah. similar, like, the town being really close, gossiping about yeah. a murder. Um, you know, everyone's yeah. in, like, the square. Like, that mm-hmm. all was very familiar to, like, the first couple chapters of Casual Vacancy, which I didn't finish because I thought it was boring. Same. But, I didn't finish it, and I feel bad. Um, but it does remind me of that. But this was more interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yes. At the end of the day, it also just reminded me of very, like... I was just very interested in this. Like, I kind of just wanted... I started thinking about all of these spinoffs you could do. Like, the people that lived in... Um, the Riddle House afterwards, like, this haunted house, like, oh. with dark magic. Just, like, not even, like, a muggle spinoff. Yeah. I just started thinking about all of these things that wouldn't make good fan fictions, but just, like, what Well, would... the prequel with the Gaunts and, like, how they keep coming up in this muggle town. Mm-hmm. It could still be a muggle perspective, but it's, like, nobody understands what's going on with the Gaunts and... Yeah. All that stuff. Hey. So, there's stuff there. JK, send me a letter. Moropi. You can find me at Potter Watch Podcast. Podcast Potter Watch at gmail.com. Hint, <laughs> <laughs> hint. Uh, social media plug. Um, Email us. <laughs> Beat me. Call me. Here's my phone number. Oh, do you think, speaking of like the boy in front of the house or whatever. Speaking of the boy. <laughs> what says so a wealthy man who owned the Riddle House these days neither lived there nor put it to any use. Do you think that Voldemort or Dumbledore bought the Riddle House? To this day? No, well, like at this time. Well, Like I wouldn't put it past Dumbledore to have bought it in case like because he's like already searching for Frank- her cruxes. Are you talking about, like, in book four, like, that Yeah, because it says a wealthy man who owned the Riddle House. Like, that could easily just be a wizard that bought it, and, like, that's why they're never there. But, like, Dumbledore just bought it. Well, I think Voldemort, like, bought it, like, or something, because, like, they keep Frank there as, like, their wizard, as their muggle. Like, a muggle has to, like, be at that residence or something to make it. Do you remember that magic? I think it's in the sixth book when they explain that, where, like, they have to have the muggle there to make a spell around the house work or something, and that's why Voldemort uses that place. I don't know why... That doesn't sound familiar at all. Why? (laughs) Like, they chose Frank. Like, they they had Frank, like, under... No. No, they Oh, didn't. am I thinking about the Gaunts? I think you're thinking about the Gaunts. Oh, I am thinking about the Gaunts. So sorry. Which has nothing to do with Frank. Not I, Frank, yeah. but, like, they have to keep another... It's like they have a muggle that's there or something. To, I don't know I don't what know. I'm thinking I'm about. not sure where... Hey, listeners, if you know what I'm talking about, somebody, like, talk to us, because I'm feeling crazy, but I feel it very strongly that this is, like, something where it's, like... There's a 
for wizards to reside in the house, there needs to be a muggle there guarding the house or something. Not, like, to live in the house, but to... I don't know. To make a spell work the, or something. The only thing I can think of is that wizards put spells on muggle houses to protect them to be nice. No, like, no, there's... that's not what I'm thinking of. And, like, the thing with the Gaunts is, like, the guy from the ministry comes to be like, you can't use magic this close to muggles. And, like, they put a... Because what's his name? The son puts a spell on Tom Riddle Sr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I... We can keep going. I don't know what I'm talking about, but I just feel this so intensely. Like, I've read this somewhere. Well, so my thought was just that either Voldemort bought the house, but I don't think Voldemort would care about, like, putting, like, the deed in his name or anything. Like, Mm -hmm. going through the effort of buying it, but Dumbledore would because Dumbledore understands muggles. So I could see Dumbledore, like, buying the house. Yeah. And then, so that way he had it in case, you know, he needed it for his search or, like, because he's, like, finding all this stuff about Voldemort. Mm -hmm. So I could just see him um, trying to acquire that as, like, an asset for his search. But I don't, I mean, I have no basis for that except for that it just says, like, a wealthy man who's never there owns the house. Yeah. Which could be a wizard. A wealthy man. Yeah. A man of immense means. And I could just see Dumbledore also being like, yeah, you can, like, stay on and, um... Yeah, be the muggle yeah. caretaker. Because he also, like... You don't remember something saying that Frank has been under the Imperious curse, no. like, a lot? Like, it... Like, he just doesn't remember? I... Definitely not Frank. Or... Um, Frank was never under the Imperious curse, Barty Crouch is. No. Maybe this is, like, a really in-depth fan fiction I read one time. Uh, It sounded like a fan fiction, honestly, when you started saying it, but I think you're maybe mixing up two different things. Yeah, I probably am. I just, it's bothering me that I can't, like, articulate it because... Now I really want to know what I'm thinking about. I'm going to have to do some deep dig- yeah. deep Googling. We'll try and remember later. this conversation for while we're reading the rest of the series. <laughs> right. Oh, uh, wow. I will remember it. I, if we ever come up against it, I'm going to be like, the sea! <laughs> so much yeah. vitriol. I, I don't know. I'm trying to think of anything that would require a muggle. And I just don't think there's anything. I think it's, like, a specific spell they're trying to do. And it requires, like, a muggle to be at the residence. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know. Oh, my next note says... Voldemort. Oh, no, um, it's, um... Wormtail trying to protect Harry... Do you think he was? I, I was wondering that. I do. I think he... Because he's, like, being very defensive. Like, I don't care about the boy. Yeah, I think he has a conscience. He just, like, ignores that conscience and cares more about himself. than Like, he would never, like, go against Voldemort. But yeah. I think in that moment, he's, he's like, like... maybe I can try and do Harry this one thing. Because Harry also saved his life. So yeah, I think he, and, he knows he and, owes him. And James was his friend. So I think he's not, like... And, sorry, I've been watching Merlin lately, so I'm going to do a, like, quick rant. So my main issue with 
um, Merlin as a show, besides the gay baiting issue, is that they don't do Morgana's character right because she goes from being, like, this caring, compassionate person, like, with all of her friends, and then there are certain people in the series that she, like, easily should hate and then turn on, but there are other people, like, her maid who had never done anything wrong to her and, like... Merlin, for instance, or Gaius, who are people that helped her in the past and who she liked, who she automatically turns on and does not care what happens to. And it's just very not human and it's just bad character writing. Like, I get that she had to be the villain, but it could have been so interesting and angsty for her to have this, like, dilemma where she's a, she has magic and she wants to be on the side of magic and go against the king but she also and that she would have to kill some people that she liked to get there but that um she still cares about the people in this other world and they don't do that and it's really upsetting and annoying but anyway I think this is what's cool about Wormtail is that like he did make this 180 in betraying his friends but yeah. you can tell even in like the short these short scenes that he, like, has, the, like, a little bit of guilt about it. Like, he does yeah. remember that he used to be friends with like these the people. Like, the first Wormtail is still under there. I don't know if yeah. that's the real Wormtail or not. Right, but. and I, clearly I'm not a Wormtail sympathizer. He sucks eggs. But I just think that's good writing, that he still has that little bit left in him. We could do it without the boy. Somebody else. I'll go find you somebody else. Yeah. Um, I well, I also sorry, this was an old note. Um, but Frank like being so devoted to the house while everyone still thinks he's a murderer. And uh-huh. I was like, maybe he and Harry would get along because like and serious. <laughs> They've all Definitely. been falsely oh, accused. Frank's Frank and Sirius, besties, kindred spirits. Um Voldemort, you revolt me. When yeah. Voldemort hates you, you know you've hit rock bottom, Wormtail. <laughs> like, yeah, if you didn't think you already did. And my note just says, you revolt me. Dash, same. <laughs> the one time I agree with uh, Voldemort. Um, I also like that um i like how this is done in the movie except for the part with david Tennant being yeah, there because he's not supposed to be there but yet. the whole thing with frank and like the whistle kettle mm-hmm. like i don't and it's done really fast but like it gets to the point and you still get like yeah. enough of the story so i just like that part of it um i don't yeah i don't like the part with david Tennant, but um we have um this is part two of the milking we've we've gotten milking mentioned another time <laughs> Here, that's my next note. Why did we need milking? Don't know. Couldn't tell you. Oh, I just got to my note on it being more realistic. I think it's when Frank is like, did I just hear Quidditch or like that stuff? Yeah. And he's like trying to clean out his ears. Muggle? Minister Probably from the accumulation of earwax. But they do this in book one in book six as well, at least. Um, with the Prime Minister chapter in book six, and mm-hmm. then again in the first book with the Dursleys, and this, like, do-do-do-do-do, you're going along, like, in the muggle world, yeah. seeing the perspective, and I just like that a lot. I was, like, could not think of how the fifth book started, because I feel like it was similar, like, he's, like, dreaming or something, because he writes to, 
Ron and Hermione for real, and the fifth one being like, what the fuck? Like, How where does are the you guys? Book start? I know. I remember it like he. I think he's woken up by the order coming. No, or the order. When does the order come? They That's, do come at the beginning of the book, but not first thing because the Dursleys go to their car thing and all oh, that right, stuff. Right, right, right. But I, feel I like, like just remember. He's he's like um I think he's asleep. It's also kind of how part of Oh the no, book. obviously the order can't come at the beginning because it's like the all of the dementors happen. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Him. Oh no, he's listening to the muggle news or oh, something. Oh yeah, he's hiding in the in the bushes. Yeah, wait. Was but that, there's something that, that happens right before that. Yeah, and he's wa- he's listening to the TV. He's listening to the news but I just remember it, like, kind of coming in on that, like, let me, yeah. I love how we're just going backwards in book five, like, we, like, we got there. It's called Dudley Demented. Oh, so that all happens in the first chapter. Yeah, no, it's just, like, the hottest day in the summer. Yeah. Yeah, so it does start like that. So it just starts right in. But, um, yeah, I think it's just one, four, and six. And six actually is two chapters before you ever get to Harry, because they also have the scene, the unforgivable. The unforgivable vow. Or the The unbreakable vow. Yeah. I I love the way six starts. I like the prime minister scene. I think a lot of people don't like it. Um, the two prime ministers. Like, mm-hmm. I think you said that you didn't really like that. I like the, I like the scene with the, the unbreakable scene. vow yeah. and the snake and all of that. I love that. I just think it's a strong, I don't mind the minister scene. I think it's a really cool way to start. I just, it's a similar thing with, I'm not a huge fan of like the, the that, recap. that, yeah, that unload of information. Yeah. I think that's the best way to unload it. Though. Right. I think it's a good way to do it. I just... I'm never gonna be like, this was my favorite chapter of the book, is when they just... Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, do you think he was trying to protect him? Um, Voldemort is just so vulnerable right now. Like, he has to be fed and stuff. Like, honestly, one knife. Knife to the... Yeah. Knife to that little weird body of his. If I was Voldemort, I think I would kill Peter immediately upon getting my body because he, like, was there when I was, like, at my weakest, and I just wouldn't want him to, like, kind of get away with that, even though Peter doesn't, like, hold it over him at all because he's, like, an idiot, but, like... I think Voldemort, like, sir, like survives on his, like, people that admire him, though. Like, he yeah. really does, like, value his followers, so I don't think he would kill a follower just to, like... But he knows, he even says it in this chapter, he's like, you're not really a loyal... Right, but I think when he cuts off his... Like, he rewards that... Because he did help him get yeah, back to Yeah, like, I think he does... Because even when he has to kill Snape, he he regrets yeah. it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, he, does, he doesn't want He doesn't to. care about people, but I think his followers are very important yeah. to him like they are a part he of does, his he's journey. like it's regretful but right. i but i don't think peter's important to him and i think that his pride would be too hurt to keep peter alive do you know what i mean like and he like peter yeah. of all people um but peter also is the person that starts it all like peter is important to him like he likes trophies i feel like peter yeah. is a part of his journey he was like on the he other was side the one with the potters he yeah, you know that's true
I've got some issues, like a question, I guess, but um, about their plan. Yeah. Are you there yet? I'm at. Or like, what's your next note? It's my next note says you need courage, Wormtail, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, Wormtail, where's your Gryffindor? Even when you're trying to be a Slytherin, you can't be a good enough Gryffindor, Wormtail. Well, I actually, um said that in terms of like no i think he is being very bold yeah because he's like kind of arguing with yeah. Voldemort, which he's doing it in a cowardly way because he's just cowardly but it's a very gryffindor thing to actually do that like, i agreed i agreed yeah. like but i also think he does i don't think he's as cowardly as he makes himself out to be like i think yeah. it's partly an act in this scene like he, he's mitigating for Voldemort. Yeah. you know like he's like i know i can't outright be like yeah, this is so a I'm bad gonna... idea so i'm gonna lean into my cowardliness exactly. which is what we were talking about where like wormtail isn't dumb yeah um because <laughs> he's like defending himself he's like i i found you and all this stuff Kind of funny, but, um, so my issue, though, is they're talking about, like, one more murder, one more murder, and then we get to Harry, but they don't actually murder anyone else, I mean, Frank, but, like, I think they're referring to Moody, maybe Crouch Sr., but they don't kill either of them right away, um, maybe, I think that's why they were talking about Moody, and I'm not sure if they split decision decided to keep him alive because of the hair mm-hmm. but um they keep he says like one more murder and then our path to harry potter is clear but nobody else dies like obviously crouch senior eventually dies but that's not that's because of necessity yeah do you know what i'm saying no, I know what you're saying. I'm trying to think of... If any... Because I'm thinking of Priory Incantatum or whatever. Um, and I nobody else they, comes I out. I think they must have been thinking of Moody. Yeah. And I don't... Yeah, I think they must have been like... The original plan was probably to kill Moody. Or... And they were like, if the plan works, then nobody else need to know that anyone was killed or whatever. Because uh-huh. like, it was supposed to be seamless, obviously, that Moody, but... Maybe Crouch Jr. decided that it would be smarter to keep him For alive. Because can you use dead follicles? I Yeah, I wonder if you had just pulled out all of his hair right off the bat and kept it. Like, if it would have been fine. Yeah. But he also wanted to question him and stuff. Right, so. to keep him, like... Because they ran out of time, too. Yeah, I think that's what it is. I think they were planning on doing, like, a full interrogation so that he yeah. could better prepare to be him. And then... And then he was like, I'll just keep him yeah. alive. Um, I'm guessing that's what happened. But yeah, because um, I thought that was interesting. Mm-hmm. That's a good. And catch. I didn't know if that was like a mistake or like on J.K. Rowling's part. Yeah, to say that. And then I, I just my next note says that. Um, speaking on like Wormtail and how much of a traitor he is, like Bertha Jorkins was like in his year and he like And he obviously like had a crush on her or something. Yeah, like something happened there. And Yeah. Um Yeah, so I was just like, Ugh, Wormtail's such a little shit. He is. Um Voldemort is so sassy to Wormtail, though. 
that's all I have is just that like Voldemort in this like conversations with Wormtail is like, oh, you're awful. I hate that you're my last hope. Yeah. But also like you're so pathetic. I think you're right in that Worm Voldemort sees a Wormtail as so pathetic that I think he doesn't mind being as pathetic in front yeah. of Wormtail. And he still scares him, like just with his voice. Yeah. Um, Ooh, just my voice. <laughs> I think it's, like, comical to think about, again, this is, like, the realism, but, mm-hmm. like, Frank hearing, like, the spitting noises, and then, like, and then they started speaking English again. Like, just the idea of parcel tongue, like, to yeah. anyone not, like, familiar with that, it's like, yeah, you sound ridiculous. Like, this is stupid. <laughs> Many of my followers would have given their right hand to yeah. perform. I was, like, en- Heavy-handed. I was, like, enough, JK. Enough. <laughs> Yeah, uh, we were, Griffin and I were listening to this in the car, and he was like, do you think they were foreshadowing that? Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, wow. Wink, wink, yeah. nudge, nudge. Um, it was like I was playing, like, that Hogwarts mystery game or whatever, <laughs> and uh, they you meet Bill, and Bill is always doing, like, Things that hint to himself. He was like, yeah, I'd love to help you with the cursed ice. It's all about curse breaking, and I've always thought that would be interesting. So Weasley's in the game? Yeah. I haven't gotten like, to become, him like, friends with him and stuff. It's pretty cool. But he'll be like, oh, no, I hope this doesn't scar. Oh, and I'm gosh. like, enough. <laughs> I'm at the very beginning of Chamber of Secrets. Yeah. Um, my last note was just, like, so proud of Frank. Like, what a griff. Frank. Yeah, I, my, I just have a note that was, like, why does Frank not run away after Nagini passes him? Like, I don't think it would have helped him. Yeah, he said he didn't have time. But, like, he had time because, like, Nagini, like, has a full conversation with Voldemort and hisses. If I were Frank and Nagini looked at me in the eye and then went in that room, I'd be like, wow, I was blessed today to not be eaten by that snake. Gots to go. Yeah, I would have probably been, like, frozen to the spot with fear, which is, I think, what happened. Yeah, smart move with the, um, and my wife knows I'm up here. I know, it was like a really good try. A good attempt. I was, I was sad for him. Sad to see him go. Did you have an OWL? Because I did not. I have two OWLs. Oh my gosh. Okay, let me So you better find one. (laughs) Oh, wait. Yeah, I do have two. Okay, I have one, but it's not very good. Um, should we get into OWL? Yes. <laughs> Hogwarts, Hogwarts, Hoggy Hoggy Hogwarts, teach us something, please. Quiz, 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 quiz. Quiz, 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 quiz. <laughs> um, what room are they in in the house? Is there, like, a number you're looking for, or, like, the up... Not not a number, but, like, what room are they in? Like, where is this all taking place? Like, where's Voldemort and stuff? The parlor? I think it's just the great room. The great room? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) This wasn't a very good question. (laughs) I... No, I just, um, kind of gave up... Oh, whatever, it's fine. 
um, the, what is the village called? Um, like the villages of Little Hangleton and there's like Great Hangleton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then where were the riddles found? Um, in the dining room. Yeah. In the parlor. So, in the parlor. So I was like, I just gave away my question, uh, my answer. Um, yeah. So good point. Good points. Good point. Good, good, good. point. Good points to Ravenclaw. Um, speaking of points. So how many points did you give this chapter? I give it 75. Oh, good. I think it's a really good way to start off the book. Me too. I didn't give it 75 because I was like lowballing, but like I still really enjoyed it. I don't. Yeah. And so I gave it 50 ounces of Nagini's milk. Nice. Do we usually do that? No. Okay. I just. Because one there. of the podcasts I listen to does that. I'm yeah. like, Gilmore I Guys forget does that. that. Yeah. So I, uh, I, I've been listening to Gilmore Guys recently. Plus, I just like was really obsessed with Nagini's milk. So <laughs> I. Um, that sounds great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just needed to put it in there one more time. Yeah. Best of Friends podcast also does like blank out of blank. Oh, yeah. Um. Which is, a, I would say, a spinoff of Gilmore, guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, so who was your rat? My rat was Wormtail. Same. And my champ was Ob's friend. Frank! Oh, Frank. Too soon. Die too soon. Um, and our favorite bit, the password for next week. <laughs> um, I already have one planned. Oh, no. If you didn't have one. Um, who does Harry write a letter to in the next chapter? Oh, tough, tough, tough. Um. Getting tough, tough, tough. The next chapter is chapter two, The Scar. We'll also Harry's be scar. talking more in depth about the Hogwarts mystery game that just came out. Yeah. Alrighty. So, adios, friends and compadres, wizards. Or as Nagini slash the snake in the first book would say... Adios, amigos. Stay magical. <laughs> Mischief managed. Bum, bum, ba, bum, 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 bum.